I'm Tyler. I'm Shorty. I'm Miles. I'm Kara. And we, and we are, are the Inner Idiot. I think I think you're mashing two different movies together. What? No, baby in the corner. It's because she danced. I thought it was because you know she was like 16, hanging out with fucking 40 year old Patrick Swayze. Was he 40 in that? He wasn't in his 40s. It's <laughs> funny though how these old movies just like portray like, oh, pedophilia is an okay thing. That is not an okay thing. Do not sound bite. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> For sake, don't take that out of context, people. We're talking about dirty dancing here. Yeah. And how creepy the, it fucking is. You're, you're thinking more like Footloose. Like, no dancing in this town. No, it was, it was dirty dancing also because they didn't like how they were dancing. Because it was dirty. It was yeah. in the name of the movie. It wasn't even that dirty. There was no twerking involved. There was no twerking involved. Twerking wasn't invented yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the dancing wasn't that dirty. Everybody had their clothes on still. Like even Patrick Swayze didn't. Even scantily yeah. clad back then was like church attire today motherfucking a fucking uh, potato sack is church attire today got all these little sleuths running around little sleuths <laughs> fucking get out of here <laughs> so everybody's top fives ready Good. We're actually recording. The actual episode? Yes! Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I, I thought I said, I said it. Oh, well, welcome to the show. I mean, if your ugly kids are listening, they've already heard some God shit. bless Tyler. I am your host, MC Tyler Havlin. <laughs> Big, the bald, the beautiful, the brash, and obviously the bastardly. How we doing today, people? Jesus Christ. What My lord. Why would you do that to me? Do what? Say, hey, we're The recording. computer's to my back, homie. You can see this shit. I wasn't looking. I was I was preoccupied with dirty dancing. Okay? I, I, yeah, you were fucking dirty dancing around some stupid shit. All right. Make sure you follow us on Instagram for all the fun stuff. On Twitter. Oh, God. This is a shit show today. Let you're, me... You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to introduce my hosts. My, my many, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. For the shit show and the cavalcade of fuckery that is Tyler Haflin, two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! She clapped. She did. She didn't woo, but that's all right. We're getting there. She is almost there. She is almost assimilated. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. First up, the Lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic books. He's been petting kitty and touching titty since December 11, 2020. Dumb. Lord Shorty Fresh in the flesh. Two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! Yay. I like how you wait until the intro to take your shirt off now. That's right. It's uh, it's what it's got to be. It made shit official. That's right. It ain't official until we see the nipple. Now, my next co-host. What? Was there something wrong with the nipple? No, his nipples are fine. No, I just sniffled. Oh, sniffled Jesus. at the nipple? Maybe. Nipple sniffles. This shit's getting weird. It's always weird here. Fuck. All right. He's a Jedi in the streets, 
and a Sith in the sheets. Oh, man, he got it. Finally, I'm not a Seth no more. If you got a pap, he'll schmear it. Two claps and Ric Flair for Dr. Miles Sean. Woo! How you doing today, Doc? Sleepy. Sleepy. I can tell. So sleepy. Sleepy and contrarian. You don't know how to spell that. I'm sure I could if I thought about it. Probably. I'm familiar with that word. You're not familiar with contrarian? Uh, it's so basically like if I say something, you're just going to disagree with it to disagree with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's spot on. Yeah. See? Especially with you. Yeah. yeah. I, don't even, I don't even care if you're right at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just to argue. Yeah. All right. Next up is she's slinging drink, playing shrink. She's the queen of late. Don't give her directions because she's going to get lost anyways. <laughs> Two slaps and a Ric Flair for Kara Banks. Hello, Kara. Did you get lost on your way here today? No. No, you did not. And you were not late either. You were the second one here, and usually you're the last one here. So nah, I'm, today that was me. Yeah. I'm very proud of you, Kara. Thank you. <laughs> one I'm, step at a time. <laughs> I still can't get over how this show started. This is great. I don't know how many listeners we're going to lose in the first five minutes of this show. Well, I mean, luckily for us, it's do, 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 just... Just Josh and Rosemary. So, they're the only ones here right now, so. Jordan's in there. Jordan and, um, is? Somebody named Rachel. So, hello to everybody watching on Facebook. If you're listening on Spotify, sorry for the rocky start. That was my bad. I had a brain squirrel, apparently. <laughs> I hit a brain squirrel. I ran that I bitch. just hit record, and you just kept bullshitting, dog. No, I ran that bitch right over. Yeah. Brain squirrel guts all over the fucking road. Hell yeah. All right, let's, let's get into our top five. All right. Let's, let's let's try to let's try to reel this in here. We're gonna start off with Kara today. Top five favorite things about your co-hosts. It's all you, Kara. She's ready for she, this. She she has it, but she didn't have it ready. Uh, my number one was the amount of energy that you have. Yeah. But it's all good energy. That's never negative. I see that, Miles? I don't know if I ever want to see it negative. No, the only time his energy is negative is when it's his uh, thing that shall not be discussed. Yeah. Oh, That's God. bad energy. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's funny, that. though. <laughs> shit's yeah. funny as fuck. That's been talked about way too much in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks having this bad of a gag reflex, I'm telling you. All right, go ahead. What, wood spoons? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> And then my second one was Shorty's laugh. For some reason, when you laugh, it makes Which me one? laugh. Which one? There's multiples. All of them. Oh, God. Your laugh revs up. It's... <laughs> now, there's, there's different ones. There's the maniacal, as in something terrible just happened. There's the one that's too goddamn funny, I can't stop. And then, let's see. There's me being cheeky. I like cheeky. <laughs> I do it for Josh. Josh gets a kick out of it when I do it. I quit moving away from the mic. All right, continue. Uh, your imagination and the fact that you were even able to come up with that. I come up with some shit. <laughs> I don't think I know anybody else who could have thought about fanny pack fupas. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the people. 
It's a curse. It's a curse. It's a curse. It's a curse, a gift, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and then um, Miles is very quiet and sweet. Oh. <laughs> She's not wrong. He's quiet. Yeah. But he's always imagining how to poison somebody. <laughs> no. I feel like it's come up multiple times. <laughs> he is now. Just you, Tyler. And then my number five was that at least three of us can agree on fanny, fanny pack fupas. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> you should probably specify that, that, that you think it's a bad idea because I've gotten much love about the fanny pack fupas. It has been... I've gotten more feedback about that than anything else. Just random messages from people. You motherfucker were in on the FUPA fan pack. It's awful. <laughs> There's a bunch of depravity out there. Yes, it just shows what kind of people listen to our sh- what kind of people listen to our show. And it's the great ones. Yeah, they're all agreeing with Tyler. This is bad juju. There's gonna be a generation of bad people. All right. Uh-huh. And when they look back and they're telling their kids about like, oh man, we used to listen to some really weird shit. They're going to bring up this fucking podcast on their, you know, fucking their Nokia brick phone. <laughs> All right, Miles, you're up. Top five. All right. So my top five, I split up, uh, you know, I did about three points between each of you. <laughs> three points? Yes. Because, you know, I could make up a list of five easily. It can be done. But these are just like the, the like top like three things I would peg for like each of you. Sure. So with Tyler, he is he's very fun to be around. I'll take it. I like it. Yeah, I mean it's a blast. But there are still limits. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna test them. Uh-huh. Very uplifting. You know, you just kinda you put a lot of effort to make people feel better. Which is good. It's appreciated. And you have high energy. I, I might cry. Oh, stop. It, it, it might happen. Oh. These are really heartfelt. Yeah. <laughs> then we're going to get to my list. <laughs> oh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're a fucking cocksucker. I should have known better. Well, and then well, some of these apply to the rest of you as well. But like these are things I attribute to Tyler a little bit more. No, you're all right. I'm not high energy. <laughs> I mean, I am, but like weird. Then... For Miss Kara here, I like her counter views and opinions against Tyler. <laughs> if there's a point where she can be like, no, you're dumb, it comes up. Or, no, stop it. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Uh, Those always turn out to be the best. <laughs> Those are my best ideas. When you all tell me to stop, I know I've hit gold. Fool's gold. <laughs> it's still Fool's gold. gold. <laughs> Gold is still in the name. Uh, Kara also reminds us not to be sad boys. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> nah, it's pretty consistent. And then she is just a uh, general little bubble of happiness. Sleepy happiness today, but yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Very sleepy today. Yeah, I hardly have ever seen Kara not smile. Except right there. It's like, I'm not going to smile, jackass. <laughs> Fuck you guys say that for She me. doesn't smile a lot at me. 
But then it turns into a smile because I'm like, what the hell did I just do? And when she pretends in... to be mad at you for anything and then she just starts smiling. There's yeah. only room in this blanket for one bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking ruthless. And for Shorty, we have his general wealth of nerd knowledge. Oh, yeah. So it's fun to be able to connect and talk over that shit. He is very welcoming. First time I met him and a lot of you. There's there's just none of this like, oh, I have to be shy or watch what I say. It's like, no, everyone's just in. (laughs) And he's very good to talk and listen to. Dilly fucking dilly. I could listen to Shorty talk about comic books for days. Comics, D&D, anything he he likes. Like, I'm not even going to say passionate about it. If he likes it even a little bit, I can listen to him talk about it. I can even listen to him talk about things he doesn't like. He he's like the he's like the Morgan Freeman of our generation. It's a lot of shoes to fill. I don't have that many freckles. That's a lot. That's a lot of freckles to gain, and I don't have that. That's a lot of pressure to put on him. Okay, but he, then on, on, on the flip side of that too, he's he's a good listener when you need him. Yeah, I will concur to that. I could explain it to you, but you probably wouldn't understand. <laughs> What what is it? I don't have the time nor the crayons. I yeah, like I don't have yes. the time or the crayons. Yes, I don't have the time nor the crayons. No, I probably wouldn't use that on either one of these two. <laughs> you're up. Oh fuck, it's me. Um, all right, uh, Ty. Since you're the main host, the hostess with the mostest. Um, one of my favorite things about you is because of your high energy and your good comedy or whatever. You are incredibly intelligent. Don't tell people that. I know. <laughs> like, you might be the leader of these idiots in here, but you are. Like, the the ability you have to turn something into a joke is astounding to me. And, like, I a lot of comics, you know, stand-up or otherwise, are fucking intelligent motherfuckers, and you're one of them. I'll take it. Um, another one is you are reliable as absolute shit. Like, if you say you're going to be fucking somewhere, and that... At a time, you're going to fucking do your damnedest to be there. And if you don't, if you're not there on time, you have A, fallen, B, shit yourself, <laughs> C, done both. All of the above. Um, that happened Saturday. It did happen Saturday. That's the only reason I said, that's the only reason I brought it up. I'm still on time. Um, uh, number three, your willingness to learn and like, not try to like just yeah okay sure whatever you know what i mean you're very eager to learn and understand why things are the way they are why things go this uh a way they do you're ruining my reputation here i'm sorry dog (laughs) i'm sorry smart don't worry don't learn it yeah don't worry soon here in about fucking five more minutes you're gonna go back to fucking being an idiot yeah um Josh said, things are getting sappy up in here. I'm not used to being this kind of sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Ew. <laughs> Ew. Miles, you are a general wealth of knowledge. Sincerely. Oh. Like, you, te- you teach me weird shit all the fucking time, and I absolutely love it. Like, just some of the stupid offhand knowledge that you fucking, you're like, oh, hey, did you know... Like you're you're in an encyclopedia of silly shit. 
Oh, yeah, it's there. You're like a walking what-the-fuck fact. I like it. Yes, and it's one of my favorite things. Um, Like you said for me, you are generally good conversation almost all the time. Whether it be talking to or, you know, just you listening or you talking to me or whatever. Like, we've never had a boring conversation. Oh, gosh, no. Um, Number three, your knowledge of nerd shit has come in huge amounts of help in D&D and otherwise. It's fun watching the nerd knowledge mesh. I have a D&D hangover from Saturday. Like <laughs> Hangover? All, yeah, yeah, like all I've thought about is that game. That is it. Like, if you look at my mm. Google search history right now, it's all D&D shit. That's usually my search history <laughs> anyway. People are like, oh, clear my browser history. I'm like, just use it, damn it. <laughs> Couple books of D and D, just use it, Kara, baby. You have always been my rock. <laughs> seriously, no, seriously, yeah, like this. Discussion. We've had this discussion, and like I've damn near cried on Kara's shoulder telling her this too. Like she's always been there for me. She's one of the only like out of all my nieces and nephews, and whether she believes this or not, you are my favorite. I don't give a fuck if the other kids hear this. <laughs> You're not allowed to fucking tell Talia. But if she listens to this, she'll hear it. Like, this thing she's going to run into after this. <laughs> Talia, go listen to this episode. <laughs> no. Um, Try to make it past the first seven minutes of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just ignore Tyler, I promise. No. Um, genuinely, babe, you are one of my favorites. And, like, I got to put Grandma at the top, so... You can't fight. You you can try to fight her for that, but I think Grandpa would actually beat you for it. <laughs> um, no, you're uh, you're cunning and like conniving, and I appreciate that. Not just <laughs> with me and Grandpa, but like with everybody around you. You are you are a very good strategist. You're intelligent, and it's something I actually admire. Like you do a very good job, and I'm proud of you for it. And um, the last thing is, I'm very, I am genuinely just proud of you and how you've grown up and seeing where you have come from and where you're going and where you are at now. Like, I'm very proud of you and I'm happy to see where you're at. And I'm glad you're a part of the show because I love spending more time with you. You're my favorite, baby. <laughs> That's all I got. All right, now I'm going to make it sticky for a whole nother reason. <sighs> now it's time for Josh to get the same grape flavor. That we always give. Kara, I'm going to start with you. Number five is you feed me. <laughs> like, that is an important thing to for me. Obviously. Number four is if I ever get jumped by ninjas, I know you got my back. <laughs> and you're going to tear them motherfuckers up. All right, number three is you give Miles all the toast. All the toast. It doesn't matter how much toast he asks for. He's going to get all of it. I still want to see him get a whole loaf. I think I'd be fired over that. Just do it on your last day. <laughs> Text us. Let us know when you're going to quit. We're going to come in. You're just going to give Miles a whole thing of a loaf of toast. He's only going to order one order of it, though, if he orders any of it. But he's still going to get a whole loaf. <laughs> That'll be the best part. He won't even order it. We'll go yeah. in there for lunch. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, can I just get like the, the cowboy burger or something? One loaf of toast it is. <laughs> All right. Number two is your Janice Joplin old lady rug jacket. I love that fucking thing. Never wearing that again. <laughs> <laughs> too much. 
I need a picture of you in that jacket so we can post it so people know what I'm talking about. I wear it other places. I just don't wear it here. (laughs) You have the paparazzi here. Yep. (laughs) TMZ style. Number one is she hasn't killed me yet. I thought it was going to happen last week. Didn't. I am amazed it didn't. I'm amazed she didn't hit you at least once. Oh, no. That was great. I feel lucky. (laughs) The danger subsided. All right, Miles, you're up. Number five is your majestic fucking red beard. It is more majestic than the Statue of Liberty giving a bald eagle a handjob. I'm telling you what. (coughs) I just wish it was a little longer. We could braid that shit, and it would be chef kisses. Uh, I got to keep that short. Damn kids love this. Number four is your choice of t-shirts. You always come in here with something for me to look at. Yeah, I, I like looking at chess. So looking at your chest, I have artwork to look at. Your your Naruto Hello Kitty shirt, aces. Number I was gonna say chef kisses again. <laughs> chef kisses. <laughs> Number three is your conspiracies. You have taught me a lot about conspiracies, and now I just want to start conspiracies of my own all the goddamn time. Thinking of thinking of conspiracies, did you ever respond to the Illuminati? No. God damn it! I'll, I'll that was our big today. break. <laughs> it's still there. It's still sitting there. They have not resent the message. All right, number two is you feed me quite often. Yeah. And number one, if I ever need a prostate exam, I know a doctor. I can get one on the low low. No, you can get a fucking referral. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> you would check my prostate to, to save my life. Me sticking a finger in your ass is not instantly going to save your life. What if, gun to my head, you have to give him a prostate exam or we blow his brains out? Are you putting your finger in my rectum? There's a gun to your head? Yes. And I have to give you a prostate exam. For me to live. <laughs> you sticking your finger in my butt's going to save my life. Fuck. <laughs> You're at least thinking yeah, about you, it. You uh, thought this was going to be the other way around. Yeah. Nah. He fucking, he, he knows better. Yeah, he, he knows better. Oh, gun to my head? Nah, you, nah, it's okay. Oh, yeah, a gun to my head. <laughs> fucking bet you won't. <laughs> so, are are, are you, you going to play that tune or what? Uh, you'd probably still get a referral. I, <laughs> I don't like my hands in other people's butts. Then it's a dead Tyler if it ever comes down to it. It's all right. I'll take the referral. It's okay. <laughs> all right, Shorty, you're up. Oh, boy. Number five is your Happy Meal sized. And you always come with a boy toy. You stop this mess. <laughs> you fucking stop this mess. Number four is he lets me take him out of his comfort zone. I don't oh. know if let is the proper word to use during <laughs> that. You haven't put your foot down too hard yet. Oh, I've tried. <laughs> All right. Stop this nonsense. Number three is he feeds me. <laughs> There's a reason you're fat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking three out of the four people feed you. I mean, I feed myself once in a while. I'm sure you do. Number two is he entertains my whimsical ideas and plans. Uh, Again, I don't know if entertains the right word. I mean, you at least condone them in a sense. Yeah, that's the right word to use. Yeah. Condone. He tolerates my whimsical ideas and plans. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. And number one. Let me just tell you, when your back is to me and you're facing the computer, that long hair makes you sexy. I could just wrap that shit around my hand and just go to town. But then you turn around, I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a boy. 
But still, from the back, you'd make one sexy lady. Did I tell you? Did I ever tell you the reason why I don't wear like regular jeans at work? Uh, I want to hear it. You did not tell me. Yeah. So this is a true story about my old boss, Big Bill. And Big Bill was. You had nothing on him as far as depravity goes. Ooh, he sounds like my kind of person. No, 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 no. This man would scar you somehow. Like, because mainly because he would show you his butthole, and it is like a putrid pit of hell. <laughs> putrid pit of hell. Yes. I like it's description. not great. But anyway, I'm like sitting, you know, like this number. And I'm wearing regular jeans or whatever. And apparently I got a voluptuous ass. And he's standing outside like. <laughs> looking at me. Or whatever. And I got my arms like it tucked in or whatever. Leaning on the desk. So you can't even see my arms or whatever. And he looks at cake. And he's like, man. He's like, who's the new chick? <laughs> and he's like, new chick. What? And he looks over and sees me. He's like, hey. I fucking stand up, turn around. He's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> he's sitting there fucking checking me out ever since then Big Bill walked in there he was like hey shorty I'm gonna fuck you now I was like no get the hell away from me <laughs> climbing all around the fucking QC lab and shit trying to hide from this motherfucker name and, like Big Bill it's probably pretty hard to hide from him yeah he's a big dude very big man very scary very scary I like it I like that he was checking you out oh yeah yeah and he always, like, after that, like, I'd come in or whatever, wearing fucking jinkos or trip pants or something like that. He'd be like, Shorty, where are your, where are your regular jeans at, Shorty? And I'm like, go fuck away. <laughs> fuck away from me. Uh, no, man, where the mat? Let me see the mat. Let me see the ass again. Fuck out of here. On that note, we're going to take a break, a pause for the cause, and we'll be back. All right. Thank you for joining the Facebook Live, Jen, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and YouTube. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, you got to tune in on Spotify. Hit the button. When you said that you changed her diapers. Like, it just completely changed everything for me. You flipped my world upside down. I mean, it's true, though. But, I mean, whatever. I also changed Donnie's diapers. Oh, God. I can't imagine what that boy's diapers look like when he was little. There is a reason that his nickname was Shit Boy. (laughs) Golly. That's literally what Mom and Karen called him was Shit Boy. (laughs) I don't recall this. Look, there was this one time I was changing my oldest diaper. She was about two, no, a little under two. She was like maybe a year and and ten months. Mm -hmm. And I used to take her to work with me every morning, right? Oh, and she literally shit in her fucking armpits. Me being a dad, and because I'm a forgetful person, she's only going to be at work with me for 15 minutes or so. So I take her. I don't take any extra diapers. No change of clothes. Mm. And we're at work, and an awful smell comes, and I check her, and shit all the way up her back in her fucking armpits. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, see, I have a backpack just full of extra clothes for all of the kids. Extra diapers, all of it. Extra outfit for myself because I just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I took my work shirt off and wrapped her up like she was baby Jesus and just sent her <laughs> on her way. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your daughter. <laughs> all right. Anyways, time for Miles from the Truth. We haven't had a good conspiracy in a little bit. Okay. So I stumbled across this one on Facebook. <clears throat> There's a video of uh, you know someone who's claiming to be a soldier. Don't really know. 
But they were talking about how, you know, the government has come out and said aliens are real, UFOs are real, we have their technology. And he was kind of putting forth, he's like, I would not be surprised within the next, you know, five years there's an alien invasion. And he says, for two reasons. One, this will put a unified front to the world. So everyone, you know, it's everyone versus the aliens now. We have no reason to fight each other. Hmm. And two, so they can introduce all of the technology that they have, but couldn't use. You know, so shit, that's going to revolutionize energy, you know, our daily lives. Stuff that they couldn't do now because it would... I don't, I don't know. There'd be like too much of a fight against it. If that well, that and it'd take away from money. Like it would, it would affect the economy. Like all these fucking oil tycoons. I mean, if you're talking about some way to replace the energy, and for one, aliens are already here. You seen some of these ugly ass kids running around the street? They look like goddamn aliens. But anyways, like if you introduce that technology, like how do you then? How do people? They have to figure out a way to make money. Well, that's what I'm saying though. So because there's so many different countries that have access to fossil fuels you know wind power nuclear power it's diversified so if they have one unified threat and a way to make all of us on a new even playing field with energy and can replace everything so now everybody's under the control of one organization that has all of the power so that made me think like I wonder if shit like this has happened in the past. Has there ever just been a point in time where it's like the government, the Illuminati, whoever else? We're, we're, I'm going to reply to that message. We're going to be in. We're going to be gold. Good. Okay. Has come out and been like, cool, we're going to stage XYZ event to put this out into the world to level everything off again. I feel like something like that's had to have happened before. It would make sense to me, but I can't think of anything that immediately jumps out to me no I mean, are you thinking on a grand scale i mean because there there's things that happen all the time i mean not to sound tinfoil hat type shit but every time they change the fucking g's like 5g 4g all that shit like is that a way to reset the playing field like here you guys all get this starting point run with it well i don't even mean like restart the the playing field where everyone's even it just it puts a new level to them <clears throat> that keeps them in power while still slightly improving everybody else. Does that make sense? Yeah. The see like I feel like I had this discussion. Don't worry about it, Tyler. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> um I feel like I had this discussion the other day at work with uh somebody about like when aliens do show up and they do release this technology like, and everybody gets, you know, like, this form of, um, the form of energy or whatever that is universal and it is nigh omnipotent production of power. You know what I mean? Um, like, if it puts not necessarily people out of work or whatever for the energy companies and the oil tycoons and stuff like this, um, like, Aliens would have essentially gotten rid of the use of money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there's got to be a way or, like, whatever they use for currency isn't something that is, like, hard to obtain. You know what I mean? It is just, like, we consider, you know, like, 
money is essentially labor at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will work for you for this exchange just so I can get X goods. You know what I mean? So basically, it's just a form of labor, you know, down to paper or whatever. But then we were talking about how it automatically would transfer, like, if... If we get some form of technology to just create, you know, create matter, a, a matter, you know, fucking replicator or whatever, like it would basically become Star Trek where you're no longer working for money. You're working on building your intelligence and what you can provide for society to establish your role in the world or whatever. Like that to me is what would come out of, you know, the alien technology showing up. That's a slippery slope, though, man. You got a lot of people that are like, ah, yeah, I don't need to further myself. Well, yeah, you know sure, I mean? but then, like, they can fall off. You know what I mean? Like, it's, they're going to make, because obviously it's going to take money to get to that point, obviously, but once we get, you know, if the technology ever does become a thing to where they we can just create out of nothing, or energy from the sun or whatever and boom it's there and it's easily renewable and we don't like there is no net loss well then work becomes nothing went on to kind of portray it's not can you plug this video like i mean since we're talking about it do you remember who it was by or where to find it no No? it was all hidden through you know Click, click, five clicks into a fucking Facebook thing. Five clicks. You know, like, I could probably try to find the generic, you know, like, oh, here's the name of the person who posted or whatever. But I'd probably have to dig for it if it isn't removed. But the big part they were carrying on about in that video was it's not something we have to wait to make. Mm -hmm. It's something that is, it's already here. Sure. We have it. It's ready to be put out to use. But because we are not a unified front, mm-hmm. and we still have these competitions and this, that, and the other, that they need something that will bring everybody together under the one power. And then they can be like, oh, look, from the aliens, we've learned this. But mm-hmm. it's stuff that they already have in place. So it's more of a front from the government of saying, here, here are the aliens. Mm-hmm. They're here. They're invading. They're coming peacefully. Whatever. But using that to bring everybody together, they can then be like, "Well, here's what we learn from them." But they already have that technology. So when you say, I, I want your personal opinion on this. When you say bring everybody together, do you think that's going to be a bring everybody together for good, bring everybody together for bad? And what I mean is, do you think? let's bring everybody together so we can have our finger on the control button or bring everybody together because that's just what needs to happen. Uh, I mean, as, as far as good or bad, it's, it's a little bit of both because, you know, on the good side, if it's everyone, you know, sticking together as humans or whatever, that's good. It could end a lot of conflict on the bad side. You run the risk of just assimilating all cultures into one well, that's unfair to everybody all right well look at um so one of my favorite shows firefly mm-hmm. i think they did a really good job of bringing all the cultures into one do you, you remember it bits and pieces because like i mean they would speak different languages like in mm-hmm. mid-sentence i thought it was really neat but do you think that just because textbook is still there what people 
what people want to be remembered, they can still have remembered. I mean, is it that bad to have every culture come together and take the best parts from each? Would that be necessarily be a bad thing? That would not be an issue. See, I think it would be because to take all the best parts of a culture or anything is also leaving out any of the bad stuff or struggles they had to go through to get where they were. I feel as if, like... But those things still happen. Sorry, Shorty. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, like, that's that's the idea of technology and how we've gotten somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's not like every time, like, you know, we are reaping the benefits. We are reaping the benefits of people of our, you know, you know, our culture years, years ago who have started with, you know, one form of vehicle, for instance. You know, like, yeah. you know, those, you know, like, we're not starting over from scratch or whatever. So we're, you know, we can pass on whatever we want to another culture. Like, yeah. hey... Well, Let us help you with this. You know, here's the best thing that we could come up with. And then and then they give their best version of something. And, it, you know, yeah. it makes sense in that aspect. I'm not saying we go in. Like, I don't I don't think you meant it as in we go in and take the best. But it is all universally shared. Like, these are yeah. the best attributes that we've come up with, you know, for this thing or this thing. You know, what what do you have? This is the best thing we have for this. You know, whatever it may be. Yeah, right. Like everybody brings the their best to the table. Right. I didn't mean take like you, like you said. Yeah. yeah. But but you know, it just kind of made me wonder along that line of conspiracy if you know, if this hasn't happened before with like new technologies coming out. The government has something, they need a way to get it out, so there's always some kind of event. So they can do it like industrial revolution. Sure. They're starting to come up with all this new stuff. But they need, they it's like they need a way to fuel the need for it. The need can't just be betterment. That that's where I get lost. Like, no, because I no because we're we're creatures of habit, right? Why change something that works? And I honestly don't feel as if like because the biggest one of the biggest things that ruin like just human nature in and of itself is greed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the need agree. the need to want more is always going to be there. So like I honestly like and I you know me and my dad who is a huge Trekkie have discussed this before like I don't ever think the idea of the world of Star Trek ever coming to be. Like it will never happen because as long as there is money somebody is in power. And not because of intellect or otherwise because they got lucky or they were smart enough to gain all the wealth and whatever, you know, so they can run the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody, you know, because our money or world is ran by money, you know, we all strive to get more of it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and if you have more money, you're in charge. You know, you can do more. So, I, I, I don't. I don't think it would ever come to the point where, you know, like maybe Rome, you know, now I'm thinking about it, like they got to a point where like everything was prosperous. They had the best from surrounding cultures and stuff like that. They all, you know, that entire area swelled, but then it came to a huge crux because maybe everybody like the wealth or whatever was spread so thin that no true one was in power. That it just collapsed. I mean, that, that's a complete possibility as well. I just, it, 
and the video wasn't super direct and it didn't mm-hmm. devolve as far as we have into it. it they were making the general statements of we have this technology we're looking for a way to implement it mm-hmm. this is what i think is going to happen over the next five years to spark this hmm. because there's no you know why else will we change how we're doing things five years ain't a long time Absolutely really not. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So I'm just like, it makes me wonder if something like that won't happen in the next five years and kind of just shake up the world and how everything operates. And if something like that hasn't happened before. I'm telling you now, if the aliens listen to us, we're in good hands. Just saying. Yeah, I'm waiting for that off-Earth ping. Yeah. It's going to happen. What, what do you think first planet's going to listen to us, Pete Kara? Besides Earth. I don't know. You don't know? I mean, we, we have the... I mean, it's in our analytics. Other planets are in our other analytics. Yeah, including the space station. Is it? I never noticed that Yeah, one. the space station's in there. It's really in space, though. Huh? So is it really in space, though? The space station? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, unless you oh, have a conspir- conspiracy. If you have a conspiracy against space in and of itself, then sure, maybe. You know, we can discuss that. That's not mine. I, I have a question about... It can come from anybody in I this house. I have a question about greed. So, Greed? Yeah, about okay. greed. What, like, what do you think makes a greedy person? Because take me, for example. I want lots of money. Yeah. I want all the things. But part of me wanting those things is me wanting to to give to my circle and to people. Like, I want to better other people's lives by bettering mine. So at the same time, does it, would you consider that greedy? Um, in in and of itself, yes. Okay. But no, like with with each one, like okay, because greed is a deadly sin, and I've fucking done a lot of reading on these guys just because I love them. Um. But, like, greed in and of itself is not bad. But when greed becomes so overtaking, like, the need and need to need want more becomes just for your selfishness gain. And you don't care who you have to hurt, who you have to betray, or who you have to steal from to get more. That's when it becomes an issue. You know what I'm saying? When you are worried about just your own betterment. And you don't care who you have to trample over. That is when it becomes a problem. I don't want to trample over nobody. And well, I want to give to you guys. Sure. So. And like that's, that is, that is where the problem, like in, in the ideal world of, you know, Star Trek or, you know, um, even the world unifying, mm-hmm. like I don't see it ever coming to fruition because there's going to be that one person that needs to be in power. You know, they have a greed or lust for power. You know what I'm saying? So they will never relinquish it, and they will do everything they can within their power to make sure that never happens. So, I don't know. It's it's a cool it's a cool idea just to see like if aliens show up, everybody unified. But I honestly do believe that there would be some of these fucking like I don't know, kind of like the COVID thing, where like it ain't fucking real. They're they're not here. Like I didn't see no aliens. So I don't fucking believe in them. It was, it's completely possible because, you know, people don't like to think about other things out in the universe. And sure. I think it's arrogant to think that there isn't life out there. No, nah, you're right. Completely. There ain't no way we're the only... I mean, that, that leads into another concept of just like, 
we could be the only people in the universe just because we, you know, we have developed from another society, creature, whatever. They made it up to a point that their whole society collapsed and it starts over again. It's just a consistent filter that every time we reach a certain point, maybe a little bit past that, it collapses and we have to start over again. Which is why we could be the only people in the world. Why, you know, we look at planets like Mars that, you know, show like promise. Yeah. You know. So, so my next question before we wrap this up is people in power. You think we need people that are in power or do you think it should just be a free run of the muck? Do what you will. Let's try and work this shit out together. Oh God, it would be nothing but the people in power. They're the ones in power. They have the technology. They're ready to release it, but they need a way to make sure they stay in power. And what better way to do that than have all of the people in power join together under one organization? Yeah, I don't think you could have an entire group of people, you know, like, you know, just for I mean, instance. they would still have to pick somebody amongst themselves to run something. It would be better to have, like, what we have almost what we have now like a form of congress or elected officials you know what i'm saying like okay cool beans instead of you know the billions that are in you know the united states or the world or whatever everybody has a select set of representatives and you know they can you know select whomever or whatever and eventually it all gets down to one person but then those people need to listen to their advisors or whatever, you know, like it's... Or maybe the aliens just come in and, you know, assimilate us all. Yeah. You know, as long as they don't take away d and I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah. Long as, as long as they say, hey, like, if they show up and say, pick one. Okay, fine. That guy's the leader now. Everyone listens to him. <laughs> I would like them to pick somebody, re- like, random as shit. <laughs> as long as I don't take away D&D I can get on board <coughs> D&D we still fornicate the same and it doesn't just have to be for reproductive purposes I'm good procreation not recreation yeah but I, I still want to do it as recreation is what I'm saying I don't want to procreate anymore then that means you're a heathen <laughs> I am a heathen I never fucking denied it yay alright oh so one last thing <coughs> COVID is running rampant, right, guys? Like, everybody's got that shit. But here's the important thing. Have you guys had your your cootie vaccine since the second grade? What? Your cootie vaccine. Get out. Dude, with all the what the fuck's flying around, we need that extra protection. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you have the cootie shot. So if you've been listening, you are now vaccinated for cooties. What? One less thing people have to worry about now. You can't just do that to people. So many violations you just broke. Oh, I'm sorry, you are the doctor. Can you administer no. the cutie vaccine? You can't just give people shit they don't want. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, Bullshit. Oh, Tyler gives me shitty advice every fucking time I see him. Every time. <laughs> Do you remember the cutie vaccine, Kara? So they phased that out in your time? I guess so. Man. Yeah, We're going to have to bring this shit back. Kara's generation was too busy with avocado toast and eating ass. Kids. I don't do either of those. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> You're a good egg. You're a good egg. You should really reconsider that second one, though. Stop. Don't you teach. Not, no. Do not teach my Kara baby. 
any like bad habits. Like me doing it or me receiving either it? Or, either or. Yeah. Either or. That's the right face to make. Sometimes yeah. you've got to cross that fleshy fun bridge. Uh-uh. No, you don't. Yeah. Tyler. Adventurers, unite. <laughs> That's one adventure I'm going to go home for. Yeah, I'm going to uh, put my dice in my pocket and roll out. Roll out. All right. I'm not here for that. Well, that's all we got today. So, in the meantime, in between time, if you stuff toilet paper in your pants, you never actually shit yourself. Cue the music. We out. <laughs>